Let's get away from the intraday stock action and dive deep into TG Therapeutics. The CEO is joining us, Michael Weiss, executive chairman as well. Michael, welcome back to the show. A lot has changed since the last time you and I spoke, so let's catch up our audience. Your shares are up 280% over the past year with a big bump after releasing some data that was well received on your drugs that are looking to fight cancer. So walk us through the latest. Yeah, so first, thanks for having me. Great to see you again. Thank you. Um, so so um, the latest is we, we did present positive data uh, from both our, our cancer studies. So we have a, what we call our Unity NHL trial and our Unity CLL trial. Both uh, were reported, uh, final data were reported in December at, at the ASH meeting. Uh, and then just a few days after that, we presented the top line data from our multiple sclerosis phase three trials, which were also uh, very successful in terms of uh, outcome. So we had some really, you know, three pivotal data sets, actually four if you count two in the in MS, but they come together for one application. Uh, so yeah, so things have been going quite well for us. Uh, it was a really big end of the year uh, for us. Umbrilisib is uh, the drug that uh, you you and, I, you and I talked about some years ago and a couple years ago, and uh, the oncology space is hungry right now for uh, anything that can extend the life of cancer patients. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what this drug does. Yeah. So um, you know, in the Unity NHL trial, uh, that was just based on response rate. So hard to make too many claims about um, improving. Uh, survival in those patients, although it's highly correlated, and that's why we'd be available for uh, accelerated approval. But in the CLL trial, uh, that was a randomized study against standard of care, where umbrilisib plus our uh, anti-CD20 monoclonal antibody together did uh, improve progression-free survival. So uh, that was a really uh, a nice outcome for that study. In fact, it, it improved it uh, quite dramatically, much more than we had originally expected when we started that study. Uh, so yeah, so umbrilisib, certainly uh, we have the data supporting that in, in chronic lymphocytic leukemia, uh, but in marginal zone and follicular lymphoma, uh, the response rate uh, data that we presented is um, associated with a better outcome for patients. You have some so-called PDUFA dates coming up uh, where the FDA will be uh, deciding on uh, approval for these drugs in use. There's a few on this year on the calendar. We just had it up uh, with the dates. So these are some big milestones. Uh, I know that you're waiting as much as the public is, but let's say that things go well. What's the next step after that? Are we getting close to a commercialization? Yeah, so the, the PDUFA date uh, is the date in which the FDA does or does not grant authorization for you to start commercializing your, your drug. So uh, February 15th is, is literally right around the corner. Uh, so if all goes well with the FDA and they give us the authority to, to launch uh, umbrilisib in marginal zone lymphoma, uh, then we will launch uh, pretty much uh, you know, at that date. So within a, a few days for sure, uh, we should have the drug commercially available. So yeah, it's an exciting time where we're all, you know, extremely um, uh, excited to get this compound out to patients. You know, there's a lot of patients who really need alternative therapies, uh, particularly patients with marginal zone uh, lymphoma, uh, but also, of course, in follicular and, and CLL, despite the fact that there's been some new treatments that have been approved over the last several years, uh, there's unfortunately too many patients who uh, fall between the current treatment options 
uh, and still need uh, new novel therapies. Michael, in terms of the company, in terms of cash flow and in terms of execution, again, the hypothetical, let's say these get approval for commercialization, do you have the pipelines already built for that? Is this going to be a spending intensive activity? Uh, how, walk me through how you've signaled to the market and investors the costs associated, associated with that. Yeah, so um, we've built an entire commercial team uh, that's prepared to launch Umberlisive and then U2 uh, in across all the, the indications that we have online. So marginal follicular and CLL. Uh, and we're in the process of building the commercial team for, uh, for, for MS. Uh, so we, the team, the, the, the largest cost of commercial is bringing on the team and, 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 and managing those expenses. Uh, those are already, for the most part, have been in our burn for the last quarter or quarter and a half, so, uh, so or even longer. So most of the folks are there. Uh, I don't see the burn changing all that dramatically uh, in the next you know, several quarters of commercial launch, uh, but it's, it's not a, an insignificant uh, endeavor, and, and we'll be adding people to the sales team. Uh, and then as we build out the MS, uh, we're gonna see another uh, probably increase in, in the overall burn. Uh, mm. But we've been guiding the street that the you know, that the current burn is not going to change too dramatically from what they've seen now. Uh, it has changed over the last several quarters, but uh, they shouldn't really see too much of a change. And you know, our R and D line has come down quite a bit as the large trials have have started to to taper off. Uh, and there's sort of a window before we start the next set of of large trials. Mm. Uh, so we're feeling good. We have uh, over 600 million in cash as of the end of the year. Uh, and we feel like puts us in a very strong financial position to execute on all the launches. Michael, for uh, the cancer drugs, do you have commitments already uh, that are depending on approval for purchase? Do you have an idea of uh, what the sales could potentially look like? Uh, so the answer is I, I don't think so. So no, I don't know that we have contracts in place for sales as of, as of the moment. Okay. Um, I imagine uh, it is very typical that once you are approved, uh, that the uh, that the payers will start to and the distributors will start to purchase a drug and put it into into inventory and into the channel. Um, so from that standpoint, I mean, we we have uh, contracts and relationships with people who are going to be uh, buying and distributing uh, these compounds, uh, but I don't know that we have a, a standing purchase order that, that's ready to go. I think that'll all depend on. Uh, once the label is available. Okay, let's talk uh, MS, multiple sclerosis, uh, and uh, the market there. I remember uh, you told me that you view this as potentially actually one of the most understated and potentially biggest growth markets for you. Uh, what's the latest here? And I know there's a lot of uh, competitors that are racing to try and address this as well, a fairly mysterious disease and one that doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, obvious treatments right now, uh, or at least uh, not a huge optionality for treatments. What do you hope to accomplish here this year? Yeah, so um, the there's about a million Americans living with MS, so it's quite a large indication that we described earlier in our previous conversation. Um, you know, we are, uh, a, our drug, Lutuximab, is a CD20 uh, monoclonal antibody. It is, uh, in our hands, it's the most potent uh, anti-CD20 uh, available or around, so we feel very good about the, uh, the profile. In fact, the, 
but the, the top line data that we presented, we're the first company that's ever presented uh, an annualized relapse rate that was below 0 0.10. Now, that won't mean much to, to you or the viewers, um, but it was described that hitting that mark was described by a, a, one of the physicians on all that we had, uh, similar to Chuck Yeager breaking the sound barrier and in private conversations about Roger Bannister uh, beating the formula mile. So it was a, it was a, a level of, of activity that had not yet ever been seen before by any uh, compound in a phase three trial. So we're very excited about uh, the, the profile that's emerging uh, for this compound. And we still need to get all the data out. All we do is present uh, the top line. We don't yet have the secondaries and the safety available. So assuming everything lines up, we feel very good about, about the profile. The CD20 portion of the MS market, so the MS market in total is expected to grow to about 25 billion, maybe even more over the next several years. The CD20 portion of it uh, is expected to grow to an excess of 10 billion. Mm. Uh, there's, there's only three, there's two current participants, we would be the third, uh, and it would be a three, uh, three competitor uh, market for quite some time. Uh, there's nothing on the horizon uh, that will fit into the CD20 category. Uh, so we think that there's a 10 billion plus market to be shared. Uh, we're going to come to the market ideally uh, with uh, the the best activity, um, with the uh, with comparable uh, safety profile. Um, we're hoping that it's going to be uh, the most convenient with that 60-minute uh, infusion once every six months. Hmm. Uh, and we're going to also we've talked about this previously too, Oliver. Uh, that the um, that the price we think is something that we can uh, do something uh, potentially very special and, and strategic with. Interesting. In terms of availability? Yeah, so that, that's part of the key to pricing, right? So we want to make sure that um, price it in a way that optimizes access for patients with MS. Mm. Okay. Uh, and there's a, there's a thesis that using these powerful agents like CD20s as early as possible in the disease uh, process can potentially arrest the disease. So that's a, that's a thesis that's, uh, that's going around. Uh, and so we want to make sure that if patients want to get this early and take a shot at that kind of an outcome, uh, that we want to be able to price it in a way that, that hopefully uh, breaks down barriers for that. Okay, great stuff, Mike. Looking forward to continuing this conversation. Thanks for the update. Thank you. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Michael Weiss, Executive Chairman and CEO at TG Therapeutics. Exciting stuff. We'll keep our eyes on those Padufa dates, FDA approval.